have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Memoir of Ninjaga. My name is Helen. This is a new week, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, content here and there. Nothing but good vibes. You know, fun vibes, information, education, entertainment, and inshallah. Yes. So guys, how are you? You can see, you can, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm so Nigerian that I, I start to say you can see my voice. No. You can hear my voice. My voice is back, back on track. My cold is gone. And I'm so happy about that. I hate to have cold. But now I'm back as, as myself. <laughs> because last week was horrible with my voice. Oh, I hated it. Anyway, we're back now. And um, today we're going to be talking about governance. Beyond Lagos, beyond Abuja, there are other places in Nigeria. And we have to touch these places. That is why we'll be having this conversation today. We are going all the way to Kogi State, ladies and gentlemen. We are in Kogi State today and we'll be talking about governance. So uh, my guest today is Mustafa Aliu. Mr. Mustafa Aliu is um, running for State House of Assembly in Kogi State, OK local government. He's a businessman and an engineer. So this is going to be a good ride. We have to catch up. Election is here. 2023 is just tomorrow and you know what they say you have to prepare for tomorrow today and that's why we're going to be talking about this one be there is life outside lagos there is life outside abuja so let's take one of the states we have 36 states in nigeria so let's talk about kogi states the election come 2023 are you ready you know tomorrow is today guys tomorrow is today Let's, let's have fun. Yeah, I have with me Mr. Mustafa Aliu. Mr. Mustafa Aliu is um, a businessman, an engineer, and a politician. Uh, he's a Kogi State um, local government. He's running for State House of Assembly in Kogi State. Good afternoon, Mr. Aliu. How are you doing today? Good afternoon. I'm fine, Ellen. It's I'm nice fine. to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. So let's um, let's talk politics. Of course, I mean that's why we are here. So let's talk about you. You are running for uh, the 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 House of Representatives, House of Assembly, rather. Um. So can you tell me why did you decide to join politics in the first place, and why why PP? That's the youth, pro um, the progressive um, party. Why that one? And why do you decide to join politics? Okay, thank you once more for having me. And um, answering your question, um, I thought of um, a lot of um, situations where the leaders we have at this point in time are actually um, standing up to the occasion because the people are yearning for a lot of um, interest and they need a lot of um, who put full government. And for someone like me, I've always been a charismatic person okay. who have always been a driven, who puts full person. 
So uh, I've been a politician and, you know, we've always had that trait in us for a long while. So um, going into politics is just for me to put my own um, quota to do what the people uh, are asking of. That is good governance. That is good uh, representation. That is good um, infrastructure um, 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 situation. And it has actually been a very bad situation having the crops of leaders we have right now, knowing that we have a two-party system majorly in this country. And people tend to forget about the numerous other parties that are actually just behind there. But people um, feel uh, if it's not going to be the PDP or the APC, you can actually get to power. Mm. And the narrative are beginning to change. And that's 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 that have actually make people draw out of politics, limiting those um, credible factors, those those credible minds for going into politics. Because once you know about your fees of um, their various um, position speed fees, we already know how much APC took to 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 con- contest this country. We already know how much the PDP took to con- contest in this country. Mm. It was all about the money politics. Okay. And for youth coming up, we we have to try to kill that because that is killing an ambitious youth. Mm. That is killing an a purposeful youth. And that is killing a driven-minded youth because where are we going to get this money from? You see the EFCC going about the Yahoo Yahoo boys and all that kind of a thing. But what you're trying to propagate and try to promote is more like you go and steal some certain money before you come and join us. But, but Mr. Mustafa, how... let me cut you short a bit there. But knowing that if you join APC and PDP, there is likely a chance for you to actually win this election, you know, this incoming election. Why did you decide to, to say, okay? I'm not going to join these two parties. You know, these are the big parties, they are the established party in Niger- parties in Nigeria, and decided mm. to say, okay, I'm not going to join these parties. I want to join YPP. Why YPP? Why YPP is because I'm trying to push for a legacy, a legacy that I have to do with people voting for who they want to. It have not always been the situation of the PDP, APC. Rather, it have been a situation of electioning being malpractice in this country. That is why the APC and PDP have always got in their way. We see what happened in the Oshun State election. Mm. Incumbents are beginning to know that this is serious business because Absolutely. the people now going by this new electoral act can actually vote for who they want, not minding the party. So the legacy is what I'm trying to ask the people to see. You can actually just keep choosing the same people and giving you the same um, result, and you keep doing it again. People want me. People know that I'm capable. People want me to be on the ballot. So if I don't get my way to be on the ballot going by the PDP and APC, I have to go somewhere else where people who know what it is they want for, the kind of um, 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 democracy they're yearning for, can vote for me, an option. So... Mm -hmm. That is why I went to the YPP. A lot of things are beginning to change in this country. And I bet you, my sister, you're getting to see just the tip of the iceberg by the Ocean election. Going further, the 2023, it will be a shocker. Yeah. But, 
But in, in your state, Kogi State, how popular? How popular is YPP in Kogi State? It's about the candidate. Okay, now the people are not voting just, for the parties, they are voting for yes, the candidate. The party is just a very good to move your um, ambition to where it is you want it to be. Mm. It's about the candidate. If you saw yourself properly, where we've seen in this country, where popular candidates. Okay, let me give you an example. In, in a way, in that side of our number, we have a senatorial guy. He's in the National Assembly. His name is Ifai uh, Uba. He's in YPP. This is this is this is a senator of the Federal Republic of Nigeria under that platform of YPP. How did he get there? People got to know that it's all about his personality, okay. not his party. Okay. So when people start rising up to choose values, to choose uh, 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 persons of good uh, characters, then that is where we start moving to a better democracy. But for now, if people keep thinking it's PDP and APC, I tell you we are in serious soup. I, I quite I quite agree with you that we should start to choose persons based on their characters and if they have questionable characters we should I mean we all know what to do. So let, let's let's talk about your governor and um, governor Yahaya Belu. He ran for um mm. for the APC presidential ticket claiming to be the biggest youth um candidate what the biggest youth candidate. Why didn't you join APC, you know? Because already your governor says, oh, I'm the biggest person. I, I'm the biggest youth candidate. You know, it's, it's all about the youth. It's, but you still chose to, to go to YPP because you're trying to build a legacy. I think it's a very beautiful thing. But do you have anything that you think about your governor, Governor Yahaya Belo? Is he doing enough? Um, I respect leaders. But what I don't respect is their ways of attributing that function of being a political office holder. And Yaya Bello, for me, is someone who I have to respect his position because it's a position that God have actually bestowed on him. And you know what they say, God is the one that gives power. Right. So I will respect him because he's a governor and he's a youth like us. Mm. And I respect his dog uh, doggedness. I respect his uh, charisma. I, I respect that youth who puts fullness in him. Okay. The only thing I think I have um, some little bit of comma is, um, is he really doing what he has been voted there to do? Absolutely. And if you ask him personally, he will tell you, yes, he has done a lot of things because I think I want to attribute the good um, security apparatus in Kogistate to his... Um, uh, um, um, still worship in that state. So for him, I want to be diplomatic enough to tell myself that yes, he's trying his best mm. because right now um, um, he's the only guy that we see as a youthful governor. But people tend to forget history that it have always been that youthfulness that have always emerged in Nigerian political system. He's just um, one of many who were young and were, were, were governors. Most of these guys we see now were governors at the age of 32, 33, 35. Right. We had presidents in this country who, at the age of 33. That's good one. Right. So it's always been about the youth. But, you know, they have failed us in many ways. That's why people are thinking of these old guys and feel like, okay, probably the youth don't have the experience and capacity. Let's go for these guys. If they do have that experience and capacity, 
So I will change that narrative and uh, irrespective of the party, the people that I want to represent know better that um, I'm um, someone who is forceful and someone who is uh, 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 the best man for the job. Okay. Now, now that you want to represent OK local government, what do you want to do that the incumbent is not doing? What are, you, what are the new things that you are bringing on board? Um, that is a very important question. There's a lot of poverty in my constituents. I've been there, I've seen it, and I understand. I've talked to some people. People forget um, there's a lot to do when you have a political office with all the bodies, like the NGOs. I'm thinking about the international NGOs. In my area, we don't really have water. You can imagine hmm. in a country like um, Nigeria at this point in time, Kogi State was one of the foremost states who, 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 who started enjoying the benefit of having water system due to our king then in Kenya. But as I tell you, in OK, where I'm from, we don't have water. What is there to have water in a place like OK? What is there to have good amenities for the children who are, who, who are in schools? If you go to our school secondary, um, 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 junior secondary, the primary is dilapidated, and that is why I want to change education, welfare, um, um, water, and even to some extent, good kilometers of road. Not all, you know. So I want to bring a different, a hope, a change, a narrative, the vision that people always uh, uh, um, think of of good leadership. That's why I want to change. So it's selfless leadership I'm giving to my people, hmm. inshallah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, let, we have to be sincere with ourselves. You know, you're not a known person in politics. You know, how do you sure. intend yeah. to latch on that, you know, to make people actually, what are the things that you would latch on to actually make people vote for you? To make people see that, okay, yes, this man that is coming means business. He's not just here to promise us like the other guys. He's here for business. He meant well, you know. What are the things that you would latch on to to work, you know, that, that would really make people vote for you? You just told me about my governor, Yaya Bilo. Right. He, he was unknown before he became known okay. as a politician. Mm. It was on his first trial he became a governor. Okay. So, um... That ordinary puts me an hedge over the other contestants because you know these guys, you know the antecedent, you know what they are made of, just talk. But this other guy, you see him as a technocrat, he's living all that he's doing and he's coming to tell you that, hey, I want to serve you. Just give me the political way. So um, what I need them to understand is I don't need to be a politician to be able to tell them that I can do better. All I need to be is just a woman being like them, who feel their pain, who understands what they're going through, and who wants to do better for them. And if they get me that political win, I bet them they'll beg me for more terms. Because yeah. I've, I've, I've been in situations where people would say, ah, oh, he's a businessman. He doesn't understand the business of politics. He doesn't understand what politics is all about. So um. Trying to understand, I'm trying to think if um, the people in Kogi State, if they feel that way that, okay, this person is not a politician, but may, he means well, you know, I don't think so because in this part of the 
the states in in the west in the western part many people would say oh this person doesn't understand politics and um, that way he shouldn't get um, elected so that's why funny i asked the question funny enough a lot of us who are politicians and who are actually public or political public older if you look at their track record if you see their background they're just one of those business guys mm. before they came into politics mk was a business guy before he drained into politics even the likes of the Tinubu today, the Asiwa Jews of our time, he was into he was into business, business before he came into politics. So politics is a way to serve your people. It doesn't really matter if you were there before or you were not there before. Hmm. The fact still remains, if you're put on the driving seat, can you actually navigate for the purposefulness of your people? Can you actually bring that um, hope alive? Can hmm. you change the narrative of what it is they have been going can you lose enough the shackles of that um, prisoners in them? So that is all that matters. Politi uh, a, a, a politician tends to become a politician if given an opportunity. So mm. before then, he was just a normal, a regular person who wants to serve. So I am at, on that particular point right now. And if given the opportunity to serve, then definitely they will get to see that I'm a better politician than the already those uh, or already know Paul 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 or politician that I've been dealing with. All right, Mr. Mustafa. Uh, but but in Nigeria, you know, politics is an a very is a very expensive is an expensive business. How are you raising money to run your campaign? Or do you have? You, you, or, or or let me say that you know, Godfatherism is also a thing. Do you have one Godfather somewhere that is funding you? Um, you stated it clear and nice. You know, it's very expensive and it's very, 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 very big of a deal when um, you're going into a public um, office. Um, people have to believe in your character. People have to believe in your uh, antecedent. People have to understand that, yes, this guy can do it. You have to sell yourself out. The only problem I have in this part of this country is our youth tends to navigate the less important things to the more, to the, tend to navigate to the less important things and leave the more important things. Mm. If you go by the examples I'm about to give to you right now, you will tend to know that normally, if there's any youth who is capable, who have the ability to do anything anywhere in this part of this country, people can actually fund him. And that is an example I'm about to give to you of the big brother. You mm -hmm. see, there's a ship or there's a, there's, there's a fans or whatsoever what it is they're called. Giving these people money on a platter of um, gold. Mm -hmm. You see fans giving them 50 million, 10 million, you know, 20 million, so up to 30 million, buying them a lot of exotic cars and all that kind of a thing. But when it comes to politics that really change the matters of what it is this country is about, you don't see people supporting their own particular youth. Hmm. You won't find any person giving those kind of aids. For me, I'm lucky. I have people who believe in myself. I have people who understand my charismatic uh, 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 um, character. I have people who knows of my integrity. I've been able to sell myself to them. So... I will do what I can do. I can't give everything I have. I can only give what I can afford. Mm. So if I do that, 
and I hope on God to crown it up. So it's 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 so disheartening when you see a lot of people trying to invest in things that are not important. And later on, you start talking about so it's okay, answers and all what have you. What have you people be able to do? What have you be able to contribute to the other youth who are trying to um, buy for positions that would change narrative of a particular constituent, of a particular uh, um, assembly, of a particular senate house, or even the president? Why can you not fund? Okay, why can you not come together and say, okay, this 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 election? We're going to try and fund the particular youth movement and all that. I'm happy it's happening in uh, the obedience uh, movement, but that is not enough. What is enough is let's be politically inclined in this country mm. where youth can actually get involved and support their very own um, um, youthful brother, be it a man, be it a guy, be it a girl. Yeah. And how are you? I mean, how, how, what's your own relationship with the youth in um, Kogi State? Oh, fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. I tell you because those are my um, primary uh, uh, um, um, guys. Those are my those are my key key guys. You know, those are the people who I want to brainstorm with them, talk to them, and analyze things with them. Those are the guys who we really understand what it means to have a change in that particular place where I'm being for position. Okay. So it's fantastic. And uh, that is just uh, what I can tell you. It's fantastic because I would rather want to be with the youth who are the uh, most, um, uh, most um, how will I put it, most um, competent um, population of the electorate, people who are most enlightened because the old man and the old woman might just say, okay, who is this boy coming on board? Who is this youth? We don't know him. But the youth can always tell their father and their mother that, oh, this guy is bringing a lot of change. This guy is coming with hope. This guy is going to change the narrative of what you were used to. So those are my um, key guys. But the they, they, it's also known, it's a known phenomenon that um, the youth, most youth don't vote. You know, um, what's your relationship with the grassroots? The grassroots youth actually vote. Okay. The youth that actually don't vote are the big brothers youth <laughs> who stay online and chat all the days and um, do some kind of uh, video, TikTok and what have you and care less about what the country have to give but always come out to social media and always shout. Hmm. So the grassroots youth the grassroots youth that is what i'm scared about the uh them movement mm. the grassroots youth are different from those guys that come on air or internet sensation and shout and all that the grassroots youth is one uh ibrahim is one adewale is one Hassan, is one and uh, dawuda who is very uh, uh, electoral uh, uh, electorally conscious mm. of what he wants he already has his PVC before being told to go and get his PVC. Right. So those grassroots youths are those who vote. But the other guys who are in cities, who are in towns, who are all over the social media, that's, those are the problematic ones who don't vote. But, I mean, don't you think it's important for you to also have a presence on social media? That is, whether you, the youth is on social media or the youth is not, or the youth are not on social media, it is important that you get 
um, you get um, known in all of this sector, whether social media wise or the grassroots uh, right wise, you know. Social media is not a political structure. Okay. Social media is always going to uh, make people know that, yes, you're there for this and you're coming out for that, or you want to do this or you want to do that. But what is going to take you to where you're going to, which is most essential here and most important, is that structure on ground. So that structure on ground is key. You can see what happened in Oshoshu State again. I'll keep using that as an example. We have a Labour Party candidate who was a former deputy um, um, house speaker of this country. Lasso is a popular name. It's a household name. It's not just an ordinary person. But you saw what he got in Labour Party in Oshoshu State. He couldn't even get up to 10,000 votes. Whereas the first two got up to 400,000 and 300,000. So where are all those guys shouting, uh, uh, be dead? So it's just grassroots. That's, that's that structure that mm -hmm. makes that dream come true. Mm -hmm. So that is, that is it. Oshun State will always serve as an example to uh, all of us right now, you know, knowing that the voting percentage in Nigeria is less than 40%, you know, but that Oshun State, we got about 45%. We're not there yet, you know, but I mean, we are not where we used to be. So it, but in Kogi we'll State, you know, yeah. yeah, of course, I hope so. And I hope we get there very fast. But in, in Kogi State, for example, you know, I really hope that we have a situation or like Ocean State. Do you think anything like of such could happen? It's very possible because there's a liberation movement right now. Okay. And the liberation movement is um, people are getting more conscious, more aware of the situation they find themselves. It's not funny. A lot of people have um, put their time and money, their energy voting the same APC that I've always given them or the same PDP. Well, who cares? They're the same. Hmm. APC and PDP is one party for me. Uh, because the same people who cross carpet to the other party, the other party people who cross carpet to the same party, they're just all about their interests. So people are getting to know that, wow, these people are all about their interests. Mm -hmm. So um, it can cause an offset where people will the, 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 where people can actually just um, remove yourself from that, um, unconsciousness and understand that this is time for us to be conscious mm. why have we been doing the same mistake so that is what is about to happen in this country that is what is kickstarting in this country that is why people see it fit for INEC to extend the, um, the um, um, registration of yeah. um, PVCs people are beginning to get more conscious than unconscious. Mm. Then people don't really want to be um, 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 bothered about who enters. Everybody believes, say it's APC, it's PDP, that them go enter. But it's beginning to change now because a lot of things are beginning to look like a scam. You see, vote buying now is beginning to be like um, a almost an impossible thing to do because mm. people are becoming aware of the fact that if, even though you give me your money, I will not vote for you if I feel you're not capable enough. So the awareness is there. So anything can happen if those kind of awareness keep coming up. Okay. So let's expect a different kind of um, situation. Uh, let's talk about um, insecurity because this is one of the very challenging situations that we have in Nigeria. You know, insecurity as it is in most part of Nigeria, is it also bad in Kogi State? 
especially with um, the deadly explosion in Mkaba and other parts of the state. How do you intend to deal with that this issue as a as a member state of um, the House of Assembly? If you win, of course. Insecurity is a problem to all. And if there's insecurity in Abuja, we should be scared in Kogi. Mm. If there's insecurity in Nigeria, we should be scared in Kogi. If there's um, insecurity in uh, Niger State, we should be scared in uh, Sokoto. Because what happens here only tells you that it can happen anywhere. And we can see the our massacre in the church. That is a five kilometer from what we usually used to see before. We thought this thing was a regional um, problem, but we begin to see that it's not about region right now. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's everywhere. So the insecurity in Nigeria is a very, very um, um, painful um, aftermath of the incapability of the government of the day. Mm. The, 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 the government of the day are filled woefully, very, very woefully. But I want to give it up to Yarabelo in that aspect, in the way and manner that um, the insecurity in Kogi State is not as what we used to have in the other parts of the Middle Belt upward um, the, the, the north, knowing that um, Kogi State is um, 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 bordered with many insecure states like Nasarawa, Benue, and all that. But we have not been able to see the aftermath of that um, um, connection of them being border state with those people. So I think it's trying, but you can never try enough when it comes to insecurity. You can mm. all you you will always try enough to see that uh, insecurity doesn't come to a point where you cannot handle like we have right now in the nation. So if I'm going to be uh, uh, the assembly Kogi State as as assembly. I will work closely with my colleagues and I will try to ensure that with what the governor has been doing presently, we can work on top of that and we can give more more um, hope and more uh, um, um, secured, conscious-minded uh, states. Yes. I'm, I'm happy that you also just said that you would um, sponsor views or motion to deal with um, insecurity in your state. Sure. Do you expect to be um, an at-home legislator or a foreign legislator? I, 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 I want to bring a change to what legislative means in this country. I have an NGO, Mustafa Aliou Initiative for Youth Development. Uh, being a legislator, I want to make that NGO speak for Nigeria and for my constituents. I want my constituents to be proud of me when I start to do a lot of um, engagement because I have a lot of engagement waiting uh, for me to kickstart them. So I will be there and here, but one thing I can tell my people is I'll always be there when I'm needed, and I'll always be there where it is uh, needed of me to be there. So um, I will be that person who puts my constituency first, mm. and that's all that I will give to them when I'm um, serving them. So you'll be shuttling between Lagos or Abuja and Kogi State, is that what you're saying? I'll be doing what it's needed for me to do as a legislator. I'll be in Kogi doing what I need to do. And if there's anything that I have to make my people proud, I will come and do it. In Abuja, I have um, a, a, a working schedule, a timeline of working with um, various NGOs. Okay. The NGOs are not in Kogi state. If I want to work with an NGO to bring like uh, um, water, uh, um, um, situation 
um, uh, uh, in my state. I have to come to where those guys are to mm. see that that deal is 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 going to fly. Mm. So I will be in Kogi waiting for them to come to me. I will go for the love of my people to see that everything I've always wanted for my people is actually coming there. So I will do everything for them. So it's not going to be a situation of uh, me missing when I'm supposed to be available. available. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Mustafa Ali. We hope that you win. And, um, and we much, hope Charlie. that the election would be free and fair. I mean, that's all we have to talk about right now. We hope that the election will be free and fair and that you win, you know. Um, thank you, Ellen, for having me. And uh, thank you for the questions that you've asked because those questions, I pray when people get to listen to this interview, we kickstart the mind of purposeful youth out there that irrespective of the hardship, irrespective of the insecurity, irrespective of the economic disarray, youth should always and always stand up to be leaders of tomorrow because they always say it. We are the leaders of tomorrow. And if we don't stand up for that same statement, then probably we'll never be the leaders of tomorrow. So Absolutely. thank you for having me. Thank you very much. That is it on today's episode of Memo of Ninja Girl. I just spoke with Mr. Aliu Mustafa. He would be representing Kogi State at the State House of Assembly come 2023. Guys, go and get your PVCs. It's, not, it's one thing to actually register and it's another thing to get the, the PVCs and then come out in numbers to vote come 2023. We need each other. We are all we got. You know, we we need to do something right. We need to do this right. So come 2023, we are going to get that Nigeria that we all wanted. You know, Toby Amuson, she did that. You know, now it was a very emotional thing for me to see her crying while um, the national, the, the, the um, anthem was being played. What an incredible feat, you know. So, guys, come 2023, it's enough. Are you not tired of talking? Talk, 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 talk. All talk and no works. You know, that's a lot of talk. And that's just a waste of time and saliva, to be sincere with you. So, come 2023, let's go out to vote, get our PVCs, and um, don't sell your votes. You know, don't sell that vote. That 5,000 or 10,000, even if it's a millionaire, it would not... Do you know what Dollar is saying? Ah, please... Don't annoy me. Let's go out to vote. Let's get our PVCs and let's go. Let's um, vote right. This is Memo of a Ninja Girl, Ellen.Mwang, Helen.Moang on Instagram, Helen.Love.23 on Instagram as well. That's my personal page. And Memo of a Ninja Girl is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Yes, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe, please. Comment. Ah. You don't know that creatives are trying you know it's not easy to have content online please just help us help us to help you <laughs> i'll see you next week my name is helen this is memoir of a ninja girl catch ya. i am a nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone and that person is a friend of another in nigeria everybody knows somebody memoir of a ninja girl my diary my friend's discussion my acquaintance's conversation all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. <laughs>